I'll say something real quick and then just jump off. Yes! Go Let's do it! You <laughs> be the diving board into this pool. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Welcome back to Sunday Scripture from All Saints Catholic Church in Dallas, Texas, where... Each week, our ministry team will read through and reflect on the Mass readings for upcoming Sunday. Today, we're looking at the Mass readings for the second Sunday of Easter. It's April 11th, 2021, Divine Mercy Sunday. You can find these readings at usccb.org under the Daily Readings tab at the top of the page. Be sure to go ahead and subscribe on your podcast platform so that you don't miss any of our weekly episodes. So our first reading is from Acts chapter 4. The community of believers was of one heart and mind, and no one claimed that any of his possessions was his own, but they had everything in common. With great power, the apostles bore witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and the great favor was accorded them all. There was no needy person among them, for those who owned property or houses would sell them, bring the proceeds of the sale, and put them at the feet of the apostles, and they were distributed to each according to need. The responsorial psalm comes from Psalm 118. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love is everlasting. Let the house of Israel say, his mercy endures forever. Let the house of Aaron say, his mercy endures forever. Let those who fear the Lord say, his mercy endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love is everlasting. I was hard pressed and was falling, but the Lord helped me. My strength and my courage is the Lord, and he has been my savior. The joyful shout of victory in the tents of the just. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love is everlasting. The stone which the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. By the Lord this has been done. It is wonderful in our eyes. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us be glad and rejoice in it. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love is everlasting. Our second reading comes from the first letter of John. Beloved, everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ is begotten by God, and everyone who loves the Father loves also the one begotten by him. In this way, we know that we love the children of God when we love God and obey his commandments. For the love of God is this, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not burdensome. For whoever is begotten by God conquers the world. And the victory that conquers the world is our faith. Who indeed is the victor over the world but the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? This is the one who came through water and blood, Jesus Christ not by water alone, but by water and blood. The Spirit is the one that testifies, and the Spirit is truth. Our Gospel comes from John chapter 20. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the doors were locked, where the disciples were, for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. Whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. Thomas, called Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other said to him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands, and put my finger into the nail marks, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. Now a week later his disciples were again inside, and Thomas was with them. 
Jesus came, although the doors were locked, and stood in their midst and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands, and bring your hand and put it into my side, and do not be unbelieving, but believe. Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you come to believe because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples that are not written in this book. But these are written that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that through this belief you may have life in his name. Go ahead and pause here to take a minute to reflect, either by yourself or with those around you, on the readings that we have for today. Think about what's interesting, what may have stuck out to you, uh, any questions that you might have. We've already had a chance to do that, so we're going to go right into our reflections. Okay, I personally think I could really relate to Thomas in this situation. I mean, I think about everything that they have been through in just the past week or so, like not very long, and everyone kind of, you know, we refer to him like Downing Thomas, and you're like, kind of a situation of like, oh, I would, you can think to yourself like, oh, I would never be like that in that situation. Like, that's not something I want to like look up to in a sense but I think in reading the story I'm like no I think after all of that I would probably be the same way of like y'all are ridiculous like unless I physically see this for myself like why should I have reason to believe you even though there is yeah I think right we we call him doubting Thomas but the reality is if we were all in that situation we probably would have done the exact same thing like what like this doesn't make sense and I think it's more of a question of like wait, I don't believe this is possible. We know that they're locked in this room and they know that we know that they're locked in this room because of the fear that they have. And so what you're telling me is that somebody somehow came into the room without the door ever being open and presented themselves as Christ with his wounds still there. Yeah, no, I don't believe you. Right? Like I, I, the only way I'm going to believe that is if I actually see it and touch, you know, um, and, and I think that, right, like Thomas kind of gets a bad rap because I do think that most of us would be the same way, right? Like w- most of us in our lives at some point in time have had an experience that we can't explain. And instead of looking at it as like God doing something in our lives, we look at it as like, like we try to rationalize whatever it is that's around us. Like, oh, it was because of this or it was because of that or it was this circumstance rather than just sitting there and being like, okay, I believe. Like, even in, in, in something like the, the miracle of, of life, like, the fact that we exist, you know, is something so miraculous um, that, that we can hear, that we can see, that we have all of these gifts. Um, and that's why I think the question that Jesus says, is, have you come to believe because you have seen? Blessed are those who have not seen it and have believed. We, we've talked about it before in Reflections. The... The reading, I think, is from Corinthians that talks about, like, the Jews demand signs. And it's, it's, that's not what you're called to do. Like, you are not called to get, like, the billboard on the way home when you're driving on 635 that says, Jesus is real. Like, no, you should already know that that is truth. So, what's the next step? Um, so, yeah, I think, I think Thomas gets a bad rap. The other thing about this gospel reading that stands out to me is... Jesus' greeting of peace be with you. Um, 
almost because it says they were locked away because of the fear of the Jews. Suddenly somebody's in their midst who they don't recognize right away, and then they realize who it is. And Christ with his glorified body still has the wounds from the crucifixion. And I think that's to give them another sense of peace. That look what they did to me, and here I am to tell you that everything's going to be okay. Like this glory that I'm bringing into the world, this, this kingdom of heaven that I spoke about, it doesn't matter what they do to you here, this is what it looks like. That even in, in that pain and in that suffering and all of those hardships, I'm still here with you. Peace be with you. Receive the Holy Spirit. Forgive those who have asked for forgiveness and all of those things. So, yeah, There's a couple things in here just that in this gospel that are so cool. For, like you said, like I love that they include the fact that the doors were locked. And then also Jesus just entered the room. Right. Like that somewhere along the way, that was also like miraculous but it compared to everything else that was happening just like oh jesus like he did it again um which is just which is just very cool but um that's so jesus <laughs> you know um and then also i just love the spot where he breathes on them when he says receive the holy spirit um the it's kind of a weird thing it's one of those um things actually at the chrism mass when the bishop uh consecrates i guess the all the holy oils that'll be used for the whole year which is usually like a week ago um, on Holy Thursday or Holy Tuesday. Um, that's part of that ritual is that he actually breathes over the oils yeah. uh, as this kind of continuation of that same symbol, which I always thought was cool. But the coolest thing here uh, I love is just that um, the we've been talking about Thomas and how calling him Doubting Thomas is a little bit, um, you know, kind of simplifying who he is, uh, especially that we'd all sort of be there. But once he realizes what's happened, um, I love that the first thing he says is, my Lord and my God. Um, and it's one of those moments, all of the resurrection in this moment in particular, along with a lot of the things that Jesus says in the Gospels, uh, it's a good reminder that Jesus can't just be another good teacher or another prophet. Um, he, he is those things, but he's also more. Um, if Jesus rose from the dead, then he really is everything he said he is. If he really did claim to be God and then die and rise from the dead, then he he really is God. I mean, there's um, there's it's one of those moments where Jesus demands not like aggressively, but he but just the fact of him and the fact of the resurrection demands that we make a decision on whether we want to acknowledge him as our Lord and our God or or not. Um, but everything he's said and done adds up to yeah, he is. Uh, and, and then taking it one step further, not only is he God of the universe, but he's my Lord and my God. Um, so I'm committing my life to that as well. And I just think that's a really beautiful moment where all of that comes together for, for Thomas and hopefully for all of us. Yeah, and I think it's, it's great that you reference the, when he said this, he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. It takes us all the way back to the very beginning of Genesis, right? And we know that the, the very in the very beginning was the Holy Spirit and it, the the breath of life that God gives to Adam in Genesis 2 is Ruah right and we've talked about that before and, and that's the same translation here is that, that he breathes on him in the same way and it's almost to show like everything that was done wrong is now undone 
from the moment when I died to me breathing on you, like a new life, new existence into the world. So I think that's a, that's a big reference point as well. I definitely think it's interesting at the beginning of the gospel and talking about, um, I guess it's middle of the gospel, Thomas asking to see it, but, and we continue to talk about how, you know, Thomas gets a bad rap and that sense of him not believing. And I don't know if it was written in another gospel um, that the um, other apostles gave him a hard time, but they already got to see the hands, I mean, the holes in Jesus' hands, because Jesus just willingly showed them, like almost knowing that they needed to see it. Um, and so they almost act like it wasn't something they needed to see. Um, they just didn't have to ask, you know, to be able to see. Um, I think it's just reminding us of the needs that we have and that Jesus knows that we're doubting people, um, but wants to be able, us to be able to have life in his name, um, as he tells at the end of the gospel, but also in the first reading um, from Acts, talking about that everything was distributed according to the need and the promises, um, just reminding us of the promises that will be given whatever we're needed, um, and that to just trust um, and the Lord's going to fulfill his promises and provide for our needs and that we won't be without. Yeah, I think one of the, the like, overall overarching themes of everything is when we look at the psalm where it says give thanks to the lord for he is good um we sometimes we, we probably don't know the appropriate way to give thanks uh sometimes for certain things especially to to god who is so good and i think that these three readings all point to that right like you have the first reading talks about the 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 faith of those people were so strong that they were willing to give up everything for uh, the the cause, right? For mm -hmm. the Christian mission to live on. And so you have their faith there. You have the hope that is given to Thomas by seeing uh, Christ. And then you have John's letter of love. And so you have the ideas of faith, hope, and love. And I think that's how we give thanks to God. So if we're, we're questioning those things, keep his commandments, be willing to have the faith that we have to give through charitable different things like that, N not from, n don't give away everything, right? Like, mm -hmm. But we have to give some things and to help others in certain ways. And then always have hope, even in, when we don't feel like we can see the signs, even when everything seems lost and we've locked ourselves away and we've, we've, we've kind of ignored the signs that are there or things that have happened, to have hope that Christ is real, Christ is coming again. Um, we know that the the people when the, the Acts of the Apostles were being written, they all believed that Jesus was going to come back during their lifetime. And so it was easier to give everything away. We should, as Christians, as Catholics, still believe Christ could be coming today. So we have to be willing to give. We have to be willing to have that love for each other. Um, the way that the commandments talk about because remember when John's referencing these commandments he's talking about the commandment of love God love neighbor um, it, which is why you know the commandments are not burdensome here you go um, and then having that hope that those uh, disciples would have had on that um, first day of the week I think that's how we give thanks to God
Thanks for joining us for Sunday Scripture today. Be sure to join us again next week for the third Sunday of Easter. We look forward to being with you again. God bless.